0: Fuck a duck, speechless, <laughs> with nothing to say. We're doing a drinking game. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're listening to Sass No. <laughs> and I was full scale, like 22, and I was like, yup, cradle snatching, Auckland Zoo missing their cougar. You're in the hot seat. Oh, fire round. If someone doesn't want to be with you, why would you want to be with them? Welcome back to another episode of Sass with Cass. All right, guys, welcome back to Sass with Cass. Welcome back to Sass with Cass. Welcome back to Sass with Cass team. I am so amped to jump into this episode with you. Right before we do, I want to give a massive shout out to our podcast sponsor today, which is the phenomenal Bondi Sands. If you know me, you know that I am the ultimate Bondi girl. I have been using Bondi Sands products since I was about 16. I seek them out wherever I am in the world. They are my holy grail tanning brand and kind of everything brand. They never fail to blow me away with all the products that they bring out. I, I'm i never not obsessed. Bondo Sands, you have me in the palm of your hand. So Bondi has basically created the ultimate tanning routine with these following three products. They've got the One Hour Express Self Tanning Foam, the One Hour Express Self Tanning Face Mist, and the Bondi Sands Tan Eraser Gel. Now the Tan Eraser Gel is kind of, this is a big statement, but it's possibly one of my favorite products that Bondi has ever bought out. It is so hydrating and just the ultimate, ultra quick removal with this amazing formula. It's so silky smooth. It's easy to apply. Wham, bam, you're done. And then you can get straight into your One Hour Express, which just gives you this irresistible sun-kissed glow. It really is just one not to be missed, guys. I am absolutely obsessed. This is my new routine. I'm a Thursday night tanning girl, and I am just Living for this they make it so easy and the products leave you with a deep long-lasting and hydrated tan Like it really just looks so gorgeous and glowy and natural. So that is my routine right now That's their ultimate routine So whichever one of those products or the whole range that you'd like to pick up and I highly recommend you get them all You can grab those from Farmers New Zealand I believe online and in-store so thank you so much Bondi, thank you for always supporting me, thank you for always giving me the best tan ever across the years, we're, we're nine years going strong Bondi and I'm not going anywhere. So thank you so much, thank you for being on this episode and without further ado, let's jump into it. If you're in my close group of friends or my inner circle, you possibly know that I celebrated my birthday recently, last month, happy Libra season. And I turned 25. There was something about 25 that was traumatic, to say the least. I was terrified. And I had what can only be described as a quarter life crisis. I did have an entire therapy session on this. I did talk to multiple people about this. I'm not sure why 25 to me sounded so old, but it did. There's just, it just gave me an old vibe. Like it kind of sounds older than 26 or 27 or 28 or 29. Like I just thought at 25, maybe, just maybe, I would have more of an idea about where I was going and what I was doing. I like to pride myself as someone who has goals and has ambitions and has somewhat of a plan, but I guess I kind of felt like I wasn't as far through the plan as I thought I would be. So I was having a bit of a panic attack, I was freaking out a little bit, and I decided at that point, why don't I put together some of the things that I've learned by 25, 25 things I've learned by 25. (laughs) And to kind of make myself feel a bit better, to show myself that it hasn't all been for nothing. We have achieved things we wanted to achieve. And not only have we achieved things, we've had a great time doing it, but we've learned lessons that are beneficial going forward. So I wrote this list And I sat there looking at this list and I thought, you know who would be really cool to share this with? The Sass with Cass community. So here I am showing you my intimate list and I really hope that you enjoy it. Okay, kicking us off, number one on my 25 things is be careful who you ask advice from. This is something I've learned time and time again, and that is simply because People are in their own space, they have their own experience, and I really learned that when you ask someone for advice, all they're really doing is projecting onto you their experience of their own life and the past. I think people in general struggle to actually genuinely put themselves in other people's shoes. So Ask advice from people who have your best interest at heart, who know you really well and are people who are able to provide that perspective as if they were kind of in your shoes instead of taking it personally, possibly internalizing it. And yeah, I just think I kind of now have like my key people who I ask advice from and that's kind of it. I think when I was younger, I used to just sort of kind of poll everyone's opinions. Like what does this person think? What does this person think? And now I have my select crew. So that is one thing I learned that was very important to me. The second thing on my list, this is a good one. Your intuition is always right. It's always right. It just is. It is. I mean, I don't know if this is narcissistic, but I don't think I've ever been wrong once in my life. (laughs) And I mean, hey, I think a woman's intuition particularly is very, very strong. But don't doubt your gut instinct. Really do not doubt your gut instinct. If I could go back in time and tell myself, my younger self, something, that's probably what I would tell her is just... Don't doubt yourself. Trust yourself. And when you have that feeling in your stomach, like in your actual like solar plexus core, where you just know something is a yes or a no, honor that feeling. Really, really honor that feeling. More so than maybe like your thoughts or what's in front of you. You're always right. Your intuition is always, always, always right. Number three you need people to help you pack up the stage. What I mean by that is I feel like there's, it's quite easy to have friends for a good time. This is what my mum said, so this kind of comes into this topic. You have friends for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And It's quite easy to have friends for a reason or a season or when it's all shining and amazing, like when you're on stage performing, when everything's amazing, you're at the concert, you're vibing, but you need people who are gonna be there the next day to pack up the stage, to clean the empty bottles. Away from that metaphor, you just need people who are there for the good times and the bad times and the times in between when things are kind of melancholy or just normal. You need people who can ride with you through it all. And when you have those people like who really know you and really see you and they're not just there for when it's all sunshine and rainbows. They're there for when the chips are down. They're there for when you feel isolated and alone and sad. Look after those people. Love those people. Hold on to those people because it's It's rare to find uh, and put some effort into making sure that the people around you can pack up the stage and they can enjoy the festival and the concert with you. They can do a bit of both. Okay, moving right along. Number four, you are the creator of your life. Oh, I just, I can't tell you how true this is. We perceive life through our reality, through our minds, through our thoughts. It's like, imagine there's a projector inside your brain. It's filtering everything through. You have the power to change your life if you change that track inside your head. You have the power to change what you experience. We all create stories in our minds based off past trauma. And the second that you can step away from those stories or have a bird's eye view of those stories, embrace that and just be aware that we are all consistently projecting our past and our present and our emotions into our reality. The sooner you realize you. You can actually get into the driver's seat. You can start to change the way you think. Your thoughts don't rule your world. And when you change the way you think, you change the way you live. So that is one of the biggest things I learned in my 25 years. You were the creator. You are the power force behind this. You were here for a reason. And don't ever doubt it. Don't ever feel like, Things are just happening to you. They're happening for you. You can change any of this at any time. You're creating every experience you have. Number five, don't make decisions based off of other people's opinions. What I kind of mean by that is don't make decisions based off what other people think of you. Because you're never going to get it right. You're never going to get it right. They're always... There's always going to be someone who says something to knock you down or who doesn't agree with what you're doing. Someone's probably always going to judge you. So don't make decisions based off other people. It is a surefire way to leave yourself unsatisfied, not very happy and definitely off course with your own life and your own story. Number six. Life is more fun when you act on what you feel, not what you think you should do. I guess this is kind of coming into your intuition, the intuition one, a little bit more, but a bit more advanced than that. And I am i don't want people to think that I'm encouraging you to just go balls to the wall, but I think and this again could be personality type. I just think that I've held held myself back a lot because I was like, oh, I shouldn't do this because XYZ. I Y, Z. I shouldn't do this because X, Y, blah, 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 blah. Whereas if you just do what the heck you want to do at all times, life is so much more fun and it kind of just flows better. So basing your decisions off what you feel, like really ask yourself that, like even if you're just sitting in your bed and someone invites you to dinner or some evening plans and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should go, like tune into yourself and be like, what do I really feel like doing right now? Do I feel like socializing? Do I feel like being tired? What do I feel like in my body? And when you start to kind of act off that, I just find As I said, just so much more flow, so much more amazing, brilliant things come into my life. And I just have a bit of time because I'm doing things that I feel like. Just, I think we're all like a generation of overthinkers and we get caught in our own head just looping and looping and looping and trying to dissect and understand, I think it can really hold you back from just living your best life and being your authentic self if you're constantly getting in the way and nitpicking your own mindset and your own mentality and your own uh, decisions essentially. So don't overthink it and it's more fun when you do what you feel. Okay guys, this next one is key. Key, 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 key. This is this is one, unplug your ears, listen up, whatever you're doing, I want everyone to remember this. This is oh, holy grail caskrod energy right now. Number seven, done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. This is literally the reason why i could create a book because i it's so easy to get so perfectionistic with our work what we put out everything everything like appearance everything we can get very very critical however especially with work especially to any of my creatives out there done is better than perfect it is never going to be perfect. If I could go back and redo my books, I'd probably redo the entire thing. There's a, probably a thousand mistakes, a thousand things I would change. But at some point, you've just got to let go of that perfectionistic part of you. I Perfectionism in general is very, very limiting. It's kind of self-sabotage in a way, because it's impossible. And people don't even want perfect from you. Most people, I find, at least myself, I want real, I want genuine. I'm not really looking for perfect. So, stepping away from that perfect and striving to get something done, it just will enhance your uh, ability to be productive every part of living in that mentality of done is better than perfect, it gets you further ahead because you're not waiting for some guardian angel to just drop from the sky and be like, here we go. It's all perfect. And everything's fantastic. It's kind of like if you're waiting for a sign, you're never going to get it. There's no perfect moment. There's no perfect time. Just go run towards it. You can do it. Get it done. Get it done, whatever that thing is that you're telling yourself you wanna do and you're never making time for it, it's because you're worried it's not gonna be perfect. Don't worry if it's perfect, just just get out there and do it. Do the thing, get it done. Next one, this is number eight. You have to step out of your box to see your box. This is something I have learned over the years as well. What I mean by this is you need to be able to grant yourself the gift of having some perspective. You've got to get a little bit of perspective on your comfort zone, where your comfort zone is, and you've got to learn how to push yourself out of those boundaries because it is true that life is on the other side of your comfort zone. We all play small in different ways. We all play small just in ways that we, you can't even see. And that's kind of what I mean by this is get out of your comfort zone, do something to shake it up. A really great example of this was I recently moved out and I love my parents, have a fantastic relationship with my parents. They're honestly the best people ever, but I'd been living here for the last two years and moving out has just given me so much perspective on ways that I wasn't standing in my own two, on my own two feet, ways that I wasn't supporting myself, and ways that where I had a lot of room to grow and a lot of potential to spread my wings, hang out with some new people, get a fresh point of view, fresh perspective from others and from my living situation. So. Whenever you're feeling a little bit comfortable, whenever you're feeling a little bit restless, you have to step out of your box to see your box. Now, a great way that I've done that that I highly recommend is traveling. Uh, it's always always a good way to get a bit of perspective and also a great way to feel very grateful for where you come from. Great way to meet people from different cultures. Uh, so yeah, step out of your box to see your box. Number nine, this is key. This is an important one. This, whew, this is good. This is good. Be careful what you consume. Now, you can take that in terms of physical consumption, which is eating, food, diet. I think you should also have, um, you know, good foods and things going into you and nourishing you. But beyond just the obvious, like what we eat, what we drink, what you consume is media and technology. We're all on our phones 24-7. We're all scrolling 24-7. We're all up at night watching Netflix shows. I really feel, and one thing I've learned is that what you're putting in front of yourself makes such a difference. Even down to Netflix shows, like even down to like, I I love reality TV. I'm such a reality TV girl. Like, I will just binge watch Love Island, binge watch The Bachelor. I'm all about it. And, like, love those shows. They're very entertaining. But I also felt like I was, at at one point, getting too absorbed in other people's life and other people's stories. It's quite easy to do that with TV shows, which is kind of where I got this message, be careful what you consume from, just be careful how much time you're spending online, be careful about the people you're following, be careful about what you're seeing, you know, do a social media cleanse, unfollow a bunch of people, or maybe even step back from TikTok. I, I spent a couple of weeks off TikTok during this lockdown. It was actually really transformative. I wasn't realizing how much I was actually impacted by everything, brands, marketing, endless ads, uh amazing girls that look super beautiful. We've all heard this. It's not new information to talk about this kind of stuff, but I want to take it bigger picture in terms of think about the songs you're listening to. Think about the messaging in the songs you're listening to. Think about the messaging in the TV shows you're watching. Like it's more than just social media. it's, It's media in general, everything. Everything you put in your body, in front of your body, be careful what you're consuming, be careful of how you are a consumer in the world, be careful of how you're spending your money, everything, 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 everything. But that's one thing that I've really tried to put in place in practice, is being very careful about what I let circulate in front of me because we all spend an incredible amount of time in front of screens. I think you'd be really surprised how much of an impact It makes. Okay. Number 10. We're firing through this team. We're cranking. Absolutely cranking. Number 10. I think I've talked about this before, but I'm just going to summarize and give you it bang on the money. Number 10. Mixed signals are a no. Mixed signals are a no. Mixed signals are a no. If you are even doubting if anyone is into you or likes you, I mean, they they probably like you. They're probably into you, but not enough. Not enough. Looking back on it, the people who took me seriously, and I'm talking about relationships here if you haven't picked it up. I'm talking about love connections. If you're confused my darling child my baby girl my baby boy my baby whatever you identify as it's a no it's a no let's do ourselves a favor and if we are confused it's a no mixed signals are a no the people who this is like the kind of thing that i want to say with this is if you're confused about how someone feels about you, they're probably confused as well. And I don't know about you guys, but I just want someone who's just, yes, Cass, yes, amazing, cool girl, I'm into it, here we go. I don't want someone who's like, de la I'm not sure. If you are a priority, you will know about it. If they have strong, genuine feelings for you, You will know about it. If they like you, you will know about it. Let's do ourselves a massive favor and take mixed signals and mixed messaging and the maybe, I don't know, I'm lost, I'm sorting it out. I I can't give you an answer. Let's take that as a no. Let's take it as a no. I would have saved myself years of heartbreak but then you probably wouldn't have any poetry books. So say lovey, but take it as a no. Take it as a no. Number eleven, invest in key pieces, not heaps of small things. I was really bad at this. I would like get my paycheck, or when I had some money to spend, or. However, I was approaching my wardrobe, I would just go and buy a bunch of cute, small, tiny things like a billion tops or just just buy key pieces for your wardrobe. This is a tip. This is a fashion tip. This is a fashion uh, style thing that I've learned. Buy one nice thing and don't buy a whole bunch of little things that you don't really need, that you don't really love and that you get sick of in about a week's time. Okay? Save up, invest, get a key piece. We want to have key pieces in our wardrobe that we love and we utilise. Even if we have to save up for quite a while, that's okay. I think it's a good way to operate. That's my fashion tip for you all. Just... Be smart with money. If you need more of an in-depth about being smart with money, please listen to the mis- the biggest mistakes I've made in my life. Go circle back to that. And we'll just run over all the silly things that Cassandra did so you don't have to. This is one of my favorite ones. Number 12, set yourself up for success. Now what I mean by this, Let's say you haven't gone out over the weekend, it's a Sunday, you wake up and you've got some time to kill. Do the thing or do a little task or do something to set yourself up for success. Do your meal prep, go for a walk, finish the workout, finish a bit of work, make life easier for yourself. If it's not gonna take you too long and you're kind of procrastinating, just do the thing do the thing that's gonna help your future self. Do things for your future self, for future Cass, for future whoever is listening to this. Set yourself up for success. So that could look like, I'm a big fan of this before, I don't know why I'm talking, <laughs> referring to a night out for this tip, but we're gonna roll with it. So for instance, you're going out partying. Here's a good idea, clean your room put a bottle of water in the fridge, put your skincare out, have your bed made, have everything ready to go, get a snack sorted for yourself, and then you come home and you just can like fall into your cloud of like wonderfulness. I just love living my life that way. Wake up, do a five minute tidy of your bedroom. Wake up five minutes earlier, tidy that tidy that thing up. And then you come back from work and everything is like nice. Or do your food shop ahead of time. Set yourself up for success. Put some tiny plans in place. And you would be so surprised when you start living by this mantra, how easy it is and how quickly it adds up. Like you can really just kind of put things in place for your future self and then It feels so good and so rewarding. And it might not happen all the time. We might not be setting ourselves up for success all the time. But when you can do it, when you have the ability to do it and you maybe just are procrastinating or you maybe just are not in your strength. And that's okay. We all have those days. I'm not talking about those days where you just don't have it in you. I'm talking about the days where you do have it in you, where you are able to just put that little action in place to set yourself up for success i'll give you an example i am trying to work out three days a week right now normally if it wasn't lockdown i'd be trying to hit five but right now i'm trying to do three so i booked this outdoor workout class and i'm like oh i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it on saturday i'll just do it on saturday And then I was sitting in my bed this morning and I was like, you know what? I'm awake. I've had a coffee. I've got the energy. Let me go do this now and take my full weekend off so I don't have to worry about it. How good is that going to feel tomorrow? Because I got my ass up and I did it. I did the thing. I really love this one. It's a great, great, great tip. It's a great piece of advice. It's one of the things I've really learned over the last few years is just do those little things. Set yourself up for a successful day, successful week, set yourself up for a successful life, successful relationships, everything, 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 everything. You can apply it to whatever you want away from those kind of tangible examples. You can apply it to a lot of mental examples. Set yourself up for your future self to thank your current self. Okay, number 13. This is a cute one. I like this one. It's quite sweet. Pay attention to birthdays and important days. You would be really surprised how much remembering someone's birthday or an important date to them makes in their life. This is something that I was quite bad at a few years back. I kind of would let birthdays or things, important things kind of roll past. I didn't take too much notice of them, but I just know how much it means to me when my friends remember important things or support me, are my biggest fans, cheerleaders, and just in general, even like your colleagues or like kind of distant friends, acquaintances, just remember important dates, like make a calendar and put all your friends' birthdays in it. It's really sweet. It's a cute thing to do. It really adds up and people really appreciate it. It's an easy way to just show some kindness and show some love. So I wanted to put that in there, like pay attention to when people tell you important moments, in their life or things they have coming up. Maybe they have a big presentation at work or something like that, that you can just check in with them about. It's a good way to improve your relationships, spread a bit of love, show a bit of love. And the amazing thing is it will probably, and most likely come straight back to you. So pay attention to birthdays, create a big birthday calendar or important date calendar, especially for your close friends. Uh, it's it's really sweet, I like doing it. So it's one thing I learned over the years. Okay, I think we're halfway through, A little bit over halfway through. Number 14, at some point you have to start being yourself. This is some of the most crucial advice I think I've been given in my 25 years on this planet. I think, again, personality types, but I can really lose myself depending on who's around me. I can, I'm quite impressionable. So if I'm hanging out with someone who's like really into heavy rock within about two weeks, you can probably guarantee I might be interested in heavy rock. I've learned that about myself and I think everyone has it to some degree because we're humans, we're social, social characters and we want to fit in and we want to feel accepted by our peers, but the more you can do to remind yourself of who you truly are and what truly lights you up, the better. I said probably a bit lame, (laughs) but one of the ways I did this was I actually have like a note in my phone of all my favorite things. So favorite songs, favorite foods, favorite movies, favorite color, just all the, the little things that make me, me things I enjoy, uh, things I like to do on my own, things I like to do with other people, happiest moments about myself. And it's just a little note and it's called who you are. I kind of like having those things to just reground myself and balance myself in those moments where you feel like life is sweeping you up and catching you off guard because it will, and it does, and you will start to lose yourself because we all ebb and flow with the process of losing ourselves and finding ourselves and coming back to ourselves. It's supernatural. Never judge yourself for stepping too far away or not being able to recognize yourself or, or behaving in ways that you wouldn't normally behave because it's just kind of part of the process. But one thing I've learned is that the, quick, the more quickly you can bring yourself home, the better. You really want something that can ground you. So get clear on what those things are. Get clear on the traits of yourself that you most like, the things that make you feel like yourself. And then when you've got to that place, start to show the world who you are. Start to be yourself. Because at one point or another, I feel like the first maybe 19, 20 years of my life, I was just going forward into life with a mask on. Like, I just was this mask of what I thought people wanted me to be. The faster you can take that off and get into yourself, the you're just going to attract better people. You're going to attract better situations. You're going to feel better about yourself. Things are going to move into your life better. Everything, 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 everything. Like, it's a surefire way of getting the love that you give back in return equally. So learn who you are it's a, i mean it's an it's a like a lifelong journey i don't think it's an overnight thing or just an app in your phone but start to get clear on who you are and then once you've gotten clear on who you are starting to show up as yourself you can't hide for that long start to starting to be you because you're really awesome you're really cool you're phenomenal you're here for a reason you're the person that has the ability to light this world up and do exactly what you want to do. You've got a purpose. You need to be yourself to be that purpose, to to make that impact, to live your truth. So number 14, at some point, you have to start being yourself. Number 15, what is coming is better than what has gone. Oof, it's hard, but it's true. Every time you're caught up on something or every time I've been caught up on something, something even better has replaced it. It's just, yeah, it sucks when you're going through it and when you've lost something you didn't want to lose. But every time, every time, every single time that thing has been replaced by something better that was better for me, that was better suited, a better fit, that made me happier, It, yeah, it is. I also hybrided that point with seasons of life. Seasons of life is a real thing. Things come and go. Things change. They pass. Nothing is forever. I honestly believe and think nothing is permanent. No matter what season you're in, have complete faith that the season is going to turn over. There's a new light coming. There's a new season coming for you. This too shall pass exactly what you're going through, exactly what you've lost. Every single time something better for you is on its way to you, it's circulating. Trust me, have faith in it, trust it. I have learned that time and time and time again over my 25 years, that it feels like the end of the world and it's really not. The sun rises and life goes on and even better things are coming for you. Number 16. I'm a huge fan of this. I talk about this to my friends uh, quite a lot. This is, you know, if you're listening to this and we're friends, I've possibly given you this piece of advice or it's quite obvious. Number 16. Play to your strengths. Play to your strengths. There's also that advice that's like, make your weaknesses your strengths. Uh, mm, like, yeah, sure. Or you can just play to your strengths. Figure out what you're best at. Figure out what you're really good at and lean into that energy. Get into that even more. Bring that out in ways that you're not bringing it out. Survey your whole life and think, where can I put this quality and this thing that I'm really good at in? And when I say play to your strengths, your strengths could literally be making people laugh, making people smile, turning up on time, having a great energy, being a great writer, reader, singer, talker, being a great listener, being a great observer. Maybe you're creative, maybe you're not creative at all. Maybe you're a numbers person. Get clear on what your strengths are and start to play to them. Stop focusing on what you're not so good at. Stop beating yourself up for not being the best at everything you're not going to be. Get clear on what you're good at and play to your strengths. Number 17. Hard work and discipline beat talent every time. Oh, Yes, just, just, yes, yes, Cass, it's so true. I have learned that the hard way. I've learned that over and over again. It is just, it's the way the cookie crumbles. If you can turn up consistently, show up. If you can be there and be on the money, also probably much easier if you're a Capricorn, just FYI, this is very Capricorn energy. But if you have that consistency, if you have that ability to just, give it your all. It's it's consistency and commitment and it will outweigh or beat talent or whatever you, I mean, probably best if you have a combination of both can be really helpful, but never think that you can't do something just because you're not like God given gifted, talented at it. I don't think Oh, I think everyone has to work hard. Like even Taylor Swift, right? Incredible songwriter, incredible singer. She had to start somewhere. She's been working so hard. People don't just sprout from the earth, absolute geniuses about something. Everyone has to put in the hard work. And if you're prepared to put in the hard work, I can nearly guarantee you're always gonna get the result. Number 18, if you have an idea in your head, or a dream it is because you are capable of achieving it yes you are yes you are it's not a fantasy it's not in there for no reason this is what i've learned in my 25 years anything that you believe possible for yourself is in your mind for a reason because it's part of your intrinsic purpose because you can do it you can do anything in your mind. Never chalk it up to a fantasy or too much or unrealistic. It is there for a reason. It is there to motivate you and guide you. Your wildest dreams are possible. They are why you are here on earth and you can achieve them. No idea is too crazy. No idea is too big. You've got it. It's in there for a reason. It's part of who you are, it's part of your destiny. That's what I believe, that's what I've learned. Number 19, your purpose is what you have transformed. Your purpose is what you have transformed. This is the quickest way I think to uh, get on track, if you feel slightly off track in terms of your soul and your, yeah, just really like your soul being look back on your life, look back on what you have moved through, what you've made beautiful, what you've healed, what you've learned, what you've transformed. Whatever that journey is, you are here to share that with other people, to help them, and that is how humanity progresses. If what you've transformed, you help other people transform, that is how we advance as human beings very obvious one, obviously, is I had an eating disorder for 10 years. I started talking about how I transformed that, how I healed that, and bang, life purpose, writing, speaking, creating, social media, it all came from that. So you will all have an individual journey uh, no journey is too small, no journey is too big, don't think you have to have transformed the whole world, it can be a small transformation, there's it's no such thing as too small, often I would worry about that, I'd say, oh my gosh, I'm too young to write a book, or I'm too young to do this, you know, why would anyone listen to me, that's your ego talking, that's that negative self-talk, that's that limiting beliefs, shut that down, stop that, well, it's not going to stop, but just don't pay attention to it. Done is better than perfect. Here we go. Your purpose is what you have transformed. If you really want to know why you're here, uh, that's, that's probably why you're on this planet, truly. And some of you listening to this might be halfway through that transformation. You might not have even started it. I believe that it happens at different times for everyone. Uh, but it's also a really beautiful thing because it can mean that some possibly quite painful experiences can turn into something really, really beautiful. I really think that there's gold at the end of the rainbow in terms of those more challenging moments of our life. So whatever it is that you've moved through, whatever it is that you've healed and made beautiful, get out there, start talking about it. Uh, start living it, start preaching it, whatever you need to do, maybe don't preach it, but (laughs) start sharing it and you'll be so surprised what comes back to you or even just how you feel in yourself. And it doesn't necessarily have to be your career, it can be, but it's just, it's, it's, it's how you're here to help humanity. Number 20, we're almost there. We are almost, almost, almost there. Five more things. I love this one. Number 20. Taking responsibility for yourself is the most magnetic thing you can do. Oof! How good is that? It's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. A victim narrative, and I want to be careful when I use the word victim because I'm not talking about situations where people are have have had awful things done to them. I'm talking about more of your everyday scenarios um taking responsibility for yourself taking responsibility for the part you've played in situations relationships stories everything you always have a choice and when you realize that things aren't just happening to you, that you were also part of that story, you start to become aware that you made the choice to stay in that situation and now you can make the choice to go. You always have a choice point. You always have the ability to walk away from things that are not in alignment with your worth, that are not making you feel good. You always have the ability to change things and to stop shifting blame onto other people Really starting to own that and say, okay, I was part of that plan. I was part of that story. I stayed in that relationship when that person had told me that they didn't really value me or whatever it is. But taking responsibility for your life, taking responsibility for yourself, oh my gosh, that is like the secret source. I swear every manifestation I had in my mind started to come to me When I started to really take ownership for who I am and stand in my power. I just, I can't talk about it enough. Get out of the victim mentality. Stop blaming others. Easier said than done. Absolutely. Because often we don't want to look at the ways that maybe we've mucked up or we've gone wrong. But it is a very important things to do, to take ownership, take accountability, to start to take some of the blame and to realize that you are responsible for your life. Okay, number 21, final home stretch. Here we go. Number 21, the 21st thing I learned in my 25 years, you can heal from anything, you can heal from anything. I guess time heals all wounds is true. There is nothing, no pain that you can't heal from. You are so resilient. You have all the ingredients you need. You have everything around you. You have everyone around you. You have every ability to heal and move through this. And even though it feels like the most impossible thing on the whole planet sometimes that this wound will never go away. It does. It just does. You can look at someone you were so in love with five years ago and just see them as a complete friend. You can feel no pain towards exes or people who have done you wrong or old friends or trauma or family stuff, just everything. You can heal from absolutely anything. Doesn't mean you'll forget it, doesn't mean it will go away, but just means that I hope that gives you some empowerment. Any wound, any wound, it's like putting a band-aid on it, right? You have this little scratch on your leg and you put a band-aid on it and you forget about it and you go about your life and one day you take that band-aid off and there's no wound anymore. It's just skin. And that's exactly what happens. You can do it every time. I like that one. It's really cute. Number 22, have compassion for yourself. You can never hate yourself forward. This, oh my gosh. Like, you can never hate yourself healthy. Another great quote. Another thing that I really believe. The best way to achieve what you want to achieve and to motivate yourself to actually get out there and live the life you want to live to actually act in the behavior that you're saying you want to act as, to be the person you're saying you are, you it needs to come from love. You need to have compassion for yourself because every time you hold yourself hostage and you hold yourself to these impossible standards, when you mess up or you screw up, then what happens when you mess up? You're even harder on yourself. You're even more aggressive. It's, it's just a surefire way to Go in an endless circle, it will never get you anywhere. Compassion, compassion for yourself, being kind to yourself is the key. That's how you go forward, that's how you progress. Because when you hold yourself to that standard and then you slip up, if that side of you that is compassionate and kind is there, they're there to pull you back up and then you get back into the race quicker, right? If you just scream at yourself when you're down, you're never gonna get anywhere. Number 23 goes hand-in-hand with that, I feel. Number 23 is your hardest critic is yourself. Oh, oh, I just wish I could have onboarded this one a little bit earlier. (laughs) Oh, Every negative thought and thing you see in yourself, other people do not see. They just don't see it. They just don't. Like... It's mad. All your insecurities are your own and people don't even pick up on them. You don't need to try so much and you don't have anyone to impress. It's really just you. The bully is yourself. The bully is in your head. I wrote a whole goddamn book about this. You are your harshest critic, your hardest critic. No one is ever thinking basically what you're thinking about you. Um so snap out of that snap into that compassionate mentality oh see you later we don't need that harsh critic no 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 no. we're over her she's done she's goodbye okay our last two last two last two last two 24 the 24th is it right 24th thing i learned in 25 years Don't be afraid to stand away from the crowd. Again, just amen. Amen, sister. Don't be afraid to stand away from the crowd. Often if you aren't going in the same direction as everyone else, that's a really good thing. Be prepared to go out there on on your own, take the road less traveled, put yourself out there because amazing things happen when you don't follow the pack. Because then what happens is you're probably a little lone wolf and lone wolves attract their own pack or they lead the pack. It's a leadership way. So don't worry if you're not doing what everyone else does. Don't worry if you're making decisions your friends aren't making. You're going in a different direction. That is beautiful. That is unique. That is intrinsic to you. If I, looking back, had decided to change course and veer back to what everyone else was doing or the decisions everyone else was making, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I love where I am today and maybe not everyone would have done it the same way I did it and that's okay because I did it this way and it rocks and it's awesome and it's great and it's mine so never be afraid to stand away from the crowd to not go in the same direction to follow your own gut instinct to follow that intuition stand out there on your own 25 this is I don't know where I read this I don't know (laughs) Where I got it from, it's probably some corny Pinterest quote, but I love it. And I say it to myself every day. It doesn't really need much of an explanation, but I think it's really beautiful. Three things never stay hidden for long. The sun, the moon, and the truth. It's beautiful. I love it so much. And I think it just reminds me to be an honest person, to live by my values, to treat others the way I would like to be treated And if I've ever feel like I've been done wrong by, I know the truth is always going to come out because it does always come out. So three things never stay hidden for long, the sun, the moon, and the truth. Be your honest self, be honest with everyone else, live with integrity, have integrity, treat people how you want to be treated, have respect for others, value others, value yourself. That's kind of what that final point just reminds me of. So everyone listening to this, I hope you know that you are innately worthy. You don't have to do anything to prove yourself or prove your worth. You are so perfect just as you are. I hope some of those things I learned by 25 resonated. Let me know if they did. It was certainly quite fun and also quite an intimate experience to put those together. uh, To share my little tidbits. Um, I'm a little bit over my quarter life crisis now. It's surprising how cool 25 is. I feel More myself than ever, which I'm really excited about. So if you're scared about getting older too, don't worry. Good things are coming. What's what's coming is better than what's gone. Uh, I love you so much. And thank you very much for listening. Just to wrap up this episode, I wanted to give a massive shout out to my podcast sponsor, Bondi Sands. Their products are available at Farmers in New Zealand. Pick up my favourites, the One Hour Express Tanning Mist face mist, and body foam, and the tan eraser in gel. They are amazing. I love you, Bondi. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. Bye.